Hello, welcome to the first episode of Political Edge. My name is Chris Townsend. Um, this is going to be a show um, I'm going to try to put on a regular basis. It's about um, current politics, history, and the future of our country. So sit back and enjoy. I hope you uh, like it. I hope you subscribe to it. And I hope you come back and listen to future episodes. So let's get on with the show. So today's political climate is tenuous and divided, to say the least. And that's what prompted me to start this show, start doing this podcast, is that I think we live in a very, very interesting time politically. Um, With Democrats and Republicans and uh, the rise of MAGA and Donald Trump, it's... It is a crazy time. Uh, I was just watching some of the CPAC stuff the other day, and to hear Marjorie Taylor Greene talk about how she thinks still that Antifa was the perpetrators of the January 6th insurrection, and to hear Donald Trump still talking about that the election was stolen, and to hear all these other people just waxing poetic about Donald Trump and MAGA and how they're going to be this great force in the country and that they're going to save this country and that they're the only true and real patriots in this country. It's kind of a joke. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, if it wasn't true, it would be almost kind of funny. They actually had a guy who I guess was part of the insurrection and there, I don't know exactly who he was, but he was in a cage in a prison jumpsuit crying because he had been um, imprisoned, imprisoned for being at January 6th. And we had Marjorie Taylor Greene in there with him, praying with him. It's, it's like a circus sideshow. It's like watching the clowns come out of the car and pile out one after another of a tiny little car. It's, it's really unbelievable right now. And these people are in power, though. That's the, that's the sad part. Like I said, it, if it wasn't true, it would be kind of funny, but it is true. Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Matt Gates, Jim Jordan, Ted Cruz, that werewolf-looking bastard, these people are in power in our country. They control our daily lives. They control what goes on in this country. And Donald Trump, for four years, was in charge of our country. The fact that we are not in worse shape is a miracle. And I think after watching the January 6th hearings, I can see really like the behind the scenes of all the stuff that went on. I mean, if you were talking about a country that is just teetering on the edge of chaos and destruction, it was, you know, during the time of Trump's presidency, especially those last couple months, um, this guy, he just wanted to do anything to hold his power and tell any lie to get what he wants. But that's really the the motto and the uh, M.O. of the MAGA revolution, the MAGA following, the MAGA, whatever you want to call it, lie. 
There's a recording of that was heard from probably months and months before the uh, the election even happened. That no matter what happens, we're going to lie and say that 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 the, the election was stolen. And like, no matter what happened, they already knew already. If they lost, they were going to say it was stolen. And Steve Bannon, that's who did the recording. I just forgot for two seconds. Steve Bannon was on recording saying that no matter what happens, we're going to say the election was stolen. If you lose, the election was stolen. No matter what. Even if it wasn't stolen. And it obviously wasn't stolen. Joe Biden won by a landslide. But they said it was stolen. And they already knew they were going to say it was stolen. But this is just one of millions of lies that all these people tell every single day. I mean, Marjorie Taylor Greene still thinks that 9-11 was perpetrated by the military, our military. That there's no proof that the Pentagon was ever struck. Um, She was hassling um, kids from Parkland before she was ever in Congress even. Hassling them as they're walking down the streets of D.C., coming after them, recording, you know, herself, you know, hassling these kids who had been through unspeakable hell. You've got Jim Jordan, who's been in, 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 in the Congress for 15 plus years. And the man's done nothing. He's done nothing. Go look up his voting record. You can look up anyone's voting record. You can go online and you can type in Jim Jordan voting record, and you can go there and you'll see no, 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 all the way down the line. Actually, nays most of the time, but they, I say no. All the way down the line on things that would help Americans. Cutting taxes, helping them during COVID, helping farmers, helping firefighters, helping veterans, helping people just in general, the people of Ohio and the people of America. There's a great, great uh, candidate running against Jim Jordan right now. Her name is Tammy Wilson. And um, I know her personally, and I could say she is going to be a force to be reckoned with in November. Because I think Ohioans are tired of dealing with Jim Jordan's lies. These are people who are now suffering because of Jim Jordan's inactivity. You know, you have farmers out there. You have people out there who are just trying to make a living. And Jim Jordan just hasn't done squat. Hasn't even passed a bill in 15 years. That's your job. Go to Florida. Look at Florida. Look at uh, Marco Rubio. He's got one of the worst attendance records of any senator This man does nothing, but he goes online, he gets on Twitter, he makes little videos and talks about all this stuff and talks and puts out Bible quotes. Val Demings needs to take him down. We need better than that. Florida deserves better than that and the country deserves better than that. And I'm going to tell you about another candidate in, in Florida. He's running for Congress. He's in District 23 and we'll probably have him on as a guest down the road. Maybe we'll even have Tammy Wilson as a guest too. But uh, this gentleman is running District 23. He's uh, for Congress. And his name is Alan Ellison. 
And he's actually the gentleman. Actually, let me just back up here and say this. I was never really involved in politics before this. I really just thought, like most people did, that politics is a sham. All these people are crooks. It doesn't matter who you vote for. They're all crooked. After having COVID, I met um, this gentleman, Alan Ellison, online and made a comment because I saw one of the things he wrote because I was mad about the way COVID was being handled by Donald Trump and and the, the Republican Party. So I ended up talking to this gentleman. He actually responded back to me. And we had it back and forth for, uh, you know, a bunch of times. And, I, and he said to me, you know what? Come join me. Come join me. Volunteer with my uh, campaign and help me. He was pretty much telling me he, he's going to prove me wrong. And he has proven me wrong. This man, the more I get to know them, the more I see that he is the genuine real deal. He's been helping people. He does so much work for his community and for the outlying areas of Florida. Um, even people just on, he reaches out and helps people on Twitter. So many people have, have a better life right now because of Alan Ellison. And it's not for the glory. It's not for anything like that. It's not for the fame. It's not for the recognition. He doesn't make a big deal about it. He just does these good things. And you know what? These are good things that are going to pass on that he could bring to, to, to Congress. Because it's, it's, it's enough of having these guys who just, just come in there, collect the paycheck, get some money from special interests, and, you know, just want to be on TV, just want to look all famous and just be, you know, in the spotlight. Alan Ellison's not like that. He's there to do good to take that power that you have as a congressperson and help people. And I tell you what, this is not cliche. This is not me just saying this because I know him as a, as, a, as a friend. He is the real deal. So if you live in Florida, please, please take a look at him. It's Alan Ellison. And you can go to alanellison.com and you can take a, take a peek and see what he's about and go on Twitter look up Alan Ellison he'll talk to you he has uh, weekly um, Fridays for Florida which is him putting out a video about a certain uh, issue and he's always online he's always willing to talk so check him out um, but just in general these midterms are, are, are the most important midterms and everyone says that every year these are the most important elections ever but you know what this is one of the most important elections ever the, this election right now if we get these MAGA Donald Trump followers these, these people who are they call Democrats radical but these people are radical if we get these people in power, if we get these people to have a majority, we are, in, we are just in real, real trouble. We have Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about having a, a nationalist, Christian nationalist party. Christian nationalist party. Nationalism alone is not good. Nationalism alone is a bad thing for government. But to say Christian nationalists, to say that there is one religion, 
is, is, is troublesome. And also a little hypocritical because that breaks the First Amendment. There isn't one religion. You have a freedom of religion. To have people say that you can have one religion and that's the party and that's who, who, who runs the country is against the First Amendment. But they forget that. Oh, but the MAGAs want to be, oh, Mrs., Mr. and Mrs. Second Amendment when it comes to talk about guns. So you can forget the First Amendment, but you're okay with still remembering the Second Amendment. It doesn't work that way. And Christian nationalism, you might as well just say it's white Christian nationalism. I said it. White Christian nationalism. That's all it is. And it's not right. And it's dangerous. This is what's at stake. This is why your vote matters. This is why you need to get on the line, stop playing Angry Birds, and you need to go and read, research, see who's running in your district, in your area, see who's running for Congress, see who's running for Senate, see who's running for governor. Read about them. Go online. Everyone has a website. Every one of these people, most of them, have a website. I would say everyone has a website. I can't imagine you don't have a website. They're on Twitter. You can read their tweets and their thoughts. People are, everything is transparent nowadays. There is no excuse to say you don't have information about somebody. There is too much information about people sometimes. So go online. Research who's running for Congress. See what they're about. Research who's running for Senate. See where their issues are. See who they're running against. I'm telling you what, if you are in a, in a district or an area or a state where you have someone, you know, who is ultra, ultra MAGA running, you can't let that person get in there. What's at stake is not just what I was talking about with Christian nationalism. It's voting. It's about fair elections. It's about Roe versus Wade. It's about gay marriage and, and LBGTQ rights. It's everything. It's about banning books. You know, one thing that really annoys me and bothers me is some of these states, they want to take away the history of our country. You can't, you don't know it through the speaking of my voice and listening to this thing. I'm white. I'm a white man. I have no, 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 I am not Hispanic. I'm not part African-American. I am purely white. And I could say I'm disgusted by some of the stuff that has gone in in our country in the past with racism and hatred. And I'm not proud of, of, of that at all. But I think we need to, we can't ignore it. We can't put blinders on like it didn't happen. Because you know what? When we erase the past, it's doomed to happen again. But some of these MAGAs, some of these people, especially Ron DeSantis, some of these people just want to erase history. They get mad and they talk about CRT and all this other. But you know what? You've got to recognize that the founding of our country was built on the back of slavery, especially in the South. Our country 
was built on slavery. You can't wipe that out. You can't just say, no, we're not going to teach that in school. Some of these people are saying now that, oh, the white person is uh, discriminated against, you know? No, you just, you just don't want to hear the facts. You don't want to hear the facts that we did something wrong. And wrong is not even close to being the word. We did something heinous as white people. But that's got to be in the books. And we need to show our children that. We are doing a disservice to our children if we erase that from the history books, if we don't teach that to our children. We have to teach the right lessons so it's, it doesn't happen again. So many things do we need to teach. We got to teach tolerance for difference. Different colors, different races, different religions, different preferences. Just because someone's gay doesn't mean they had the right to be told that they can't marry or love or even love who they want. That's not our right. But these MAGA, these GOP, these, re, these MAGA Republicans, because I don't want to book and I don't want to uh, put in all the Republicans down there. I don't want to put, uh, put them in. I'm sure there's some good Republicans down there, but you know what? They're afraid to speak up because they know they'll be erased. Look at Liz Cheney. I don't always agree with everything she says. Adam Kinzinger, I don't always agree with everything he says, but they are going to suffer probably for going against the Republican Party and, and really going against Trump and the MAGA Party. But back to what I was really saying is that they don't have the right to say who we can love and who we can't love, but they want to erase that. And if they get the power, they will erase that. Roe versus Wade is just the beginning. To take away a woman's choice, that's just the beginning of their work. They set it up so they had majority in the Supreme Court. Next, they're coming for LGBTQT rights. And if I said it backwards, I'm sorry. Um, they're coming for that. Next. This is what this vote means. This is what November means. This is what today means. This is history. We've already made too much bad history. The January 6th insurrection is a stain on our country that is never going to be washed off. And it shouldn't be. We should remember this so it doesn't happen again. In 2024, we should remember this so we don't let Donald Trump back in again. We have got to be active I'm not saying you have to go out and volunteer with every politician that you have to go door to door or, you know, you don't, have to, you don't have to volunteer at all. But please take some time away from watching TV, from playing Angry Birds, from going on Twitter and read. Or even if you're on Twitter or Facebook, look at politicians on there. Talk with them. This country is on the brink of either going in one direction, which is could be good, could be a decent direction, but the other direction definitely is a dark, dark, dark direction. I watch these people and I think that 
every day one person can't say something more outrageous, but then the next day they say something more outrageous and it's just getting worse. And the problem is they lie and people believe it. Say a lie enough times and these people believe it. And it's not right. It's not right to be lied to and told something just so you can get into power. And then what do you do? You do nothing. How do some of these people, how do some of these senators and congressmen drive sports cars and have gigantic yachts and huge houses and millions of dollars a year? These people make under $200,000 a year. But yet we had these people in these big mansions driving sports cars, making a lot of money. How do you think that is? They're crooked. They take money from special interests and they lie. And it's enough. I recently went to DC and um, I talked to a couple people while I was there and one gentleman struck me. He told me, he goes, this is a beautiful, beautiful place. We were in the mall. You know, the Capitol building was there on one end. The Washington Monument on the other. You could see all the, the buildings and the beautiful museums. He said, a beautiful, beautiful place on one hand. But on the other hand, a completely ugly place. And I can't say he's wrong. A lot of people have strayed away from voting and really being involved because they feel like this man. My own father is upset still and understandably about the Vietnam War because it was all about politics. Politics. And he won't be involved in politics. He won't be involved at all because he thinks every single one of these politicians is crooked. And I can't argue with him. There are so many crooked politicians. But there are good people out there. I named you two. And remember those names. Tammy Wilson. She's running in Ohio for Congress to take Jim Jordan's seat. And Alan Ellison running in District 23 in Florida. Alan Ellison. Remember those names. Because these people need to get in there. And there's other people like that that need to get in. We just got to find them. And we've got to see who is the real deal. And we got to take a chance. Because we can't let this happen. We can't let these MAGA, GOP, crazy lunatics, you know, get in there. And we definitely can't let them get in the White House again. I mean... Hearing those January 6th hearings and hearing some of the crazy stuff, just a report yesterday that someone put out pictures of Donald Trump had flushed memos and papers down the toilet, official papers from the White House, why he was there, down the toilet to get rid of them. These are supposed to be saved and archived. That started back when with Nixon. So we need to look at that. Look at, look at this man flushing official documents. What's on those documents that you had to flush and destroy them, make sure that no one ever seen? 
Oh, if I was a fly in the wall, if any business with us was a fly in the wall in the White House during Trump, we probably would puke our guts out. So, if I'm going to say anything on this part of the show, if there's anything to take away from this, is this November is huge. Um, so just get out there, research, and vote. So for future shows, um, I just want to say that, you know, this is probably about the length of it, a half hour. And um, I think next we're probably going to talk about Joe McCarthy and how I think it mirrors today's society, today's, you know, with Joe McCarthy and the Red Scare and how a lot of this stuff really mirrors what you see in the MAGA um, movement and you see with Trump. Um, I want to get into, I really want to delve deep into another episode about January 6th. Um, um, and I would definitely, 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 we're going to delve deep into the midterm elections. I'm going to try to spotlight and put together some information on some other uh, candidates that are running around the country. Like I said, I'm hoping to get uh, Tammy Wilson and Alan Ellison on this show. Um, just do an interview. And I think we're going to do some good here. I want to I spread the word. I want to get people fired up. Because I was you. Maybe you're a person that's not so crazy about politics or not so involved or don't know much, but maybe something struck you and got you fired up during this podcast, just like it did to me a couple of years ago during COVID. And now I've been reading every book I can read, studying everything I can study. I can't go to college for political science right now, but I'm reading everything I can read. Um, I read the Jeremy Raskin book, Adam Schiff book. I've been reading books about um, uh, George Washington, about our founding fathers. Um, like I said before, uh, Joe McCarthy. I'm, I'm in the middle of his book right now, in the middle of a book about him um, and the Red Scare and all the trouble he caused. And that's what you got to do. You got to read, be informed, uh, go online. You know, there's plenty, you know, of information about our past online. It's good to learn. And it's good to, to even if you're not going to do a podcast, even if you're not going to be involved in, in politics, you know, it's, it's better to be informed. It's better to be, you know, know about our history. You know, pick a time period and just study it. Please, we don't need to watch TV. We don't need to watch them as garbage on TV. Pick a time period. Pick a founding father. Pick, you know, a year Pick a president, you know? Teddy, I've read some, uh, books on Teddy Roosevelt and Theodore Roosevelt. And those, these, are, these are very interesting, fascinating men. And it's not as dry as you think it would be. It's very interesting to hear about their lives. Uh, George Washington, you know, all these people. It's great to hear about their lives. And, you know, it's, it's entertaining. It really is. You think it's not? But it's going to be. It's entertaining. So get involved. Get in there. Get, get into history. So I will see you guys on the next episode. And um, I really, really thank anybody who's listening right now. And my voice is about to go. So this is pretty good. We're almost, you know, um, through our first episode. So thank you. 
I appreciate you. Um, have a good day, and I will talk to you very, very soon. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.